Always a pleasure to have this man back. He, of course, is a great representative from the great state of Ohio, and he's also the chairman of the Senate uh, of the House Judiciary Committee. It's uh, Representative Jim Jordan. Jim, how are you? Good to see you. I'm fine. Good to see with you. Uh, good to be with you, Joe. Yeah, really good to have you on. So I just I just asked you about this quickly before we started today, and and if I, if you don't yeah. mind, what was your visceral reaction when you heard that the top-rated conservative uh, host on Fox was suddenly out, Tucker Carlson? Yeah, I, I mean, I was I think shocked like every other conservative around the country. Uh, what is one of the, the the biggest cable news followings and and viewership in history? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I mean, is it part of the lawsuit issue? I, I don't know, know but. Um, Tucker was great. I think great for the movement, great for America first, great for conservative constitutional principles. Uh, so let's hope, uh, I'm sure he's going to uh, have something that he's going to do yeah. to uh, to help defend those values that make our country special. You're a freedom and liberty guy. I mean, above and beyond so many others that are in the same chamber as you. So I would think, and I wonder what you think about this, that this unleashes him. Now he can do the Tucker Carlson, whatever the hell he wants to call it, and yeah. can be real about what we're seeing happen in our country. Yeah, I think so, probably. But, uh, you know, his monologue, I mean, his whole show was good. The things he did on, on, on Fox Digital, all, all that was great, too. But everyone, I think so many people just like that, that opening monologue yes. where he would tell you something in a unique way that uh, you just got your attention and got your interest. Um, and I, I know we're all going to miss that. So I'm sure that's coming back somewhere. We'll just yeah. have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. It's uh, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. I wanted to start start out with this. That Jim, I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. My my, You'll know who I am because I vote for this guy. My congressman is Chip Roy. So um, I'm a believer that the Republican conservative MAGA movement is a positive movement. Yeah. I had to share this with you, though. Kareem Jean-Pierre made me second guess what Republicans really think. Let me just give you that. I wonder if you've seen this or if you know that they're trying to make you guys look like this. Hey, here, here it is. It's clear that the Speaker's bill breaks House Republicans' commitment to America. In the run-up to the 2022 election, House Republicans promised to put cops on the beat. Instead, they're fighting to put fentanyl on the street by defend, defunding Border Patrol. Their proposal makes clear that only things House Republicans are committed to giving to Americans are increased crime, lower economic growth, and more manufacturing jobs sent back to China. Jim, what am I looking at here? You guys want to put fentanyl in the streets, you want more crime, and you want manufacturing to go to China. Help me out here. Yeah, and she was so sure of herself, she could barely say say those sentences, for goodness sake. No, no, here's the bottom line. On On our debt ceiling proposal, we're actually going to have real savings. We're going to limit the growth of government. We're going to get growth in our economy. That's what this bill's about. Joe Biden's position, think about this, Joe. Joe Biden's position is uh, we've had record spending, record inflation, record debt, but I'm not going to negotiate with you guys. Just give me more money so I can keep spending more, getting more inflation and more debt. Now, what, what kind of, that, that is just ridiculous. There's not an American with common sense who says, what, what that, that, that's crazy. It's all, Joe, Joe Biden's taking the position, no, no, no. I'm going to take my football and I'm going to go home. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you Republicans, even though you won the House, and even though we've had record spending, record inflation, record debt. It's crazy. Uh, um, well, well, Jim, do they say things like this to make you have to respond? Nobody wants more fentanyl in the streets, not Democrats, no Republicans. Certainly, Republicans want a short-up border. They don't want an open border like we have. Right. We want more cops on the streets to keep... Big cities safe. We're seeing rampant crime. Why say these things if they're so easily disproven? Because, well, exactly right. But I actually think they always accuse us of what they're doing. Okay. They're actually giving us more fentanyl because of their crazy, intentional, deliberate, premeditated border border policies 
when they got rid of all the policies that worked under under uh, President Trump's administration. And then, of course, their soft on crime policies in, with these DAs around the country are actually giving us more crime in in and and their policy of defunding local police departments yes. giving us more crime. You know, you defund the police, you shouldn't be surprised when you get more crime. You don't put bad guys in, in jail, you don't prosecute bad guys, you shouldn't be surprised when you get more crime. But somehow that's Republicans' fault. Like you got to be. We went up and did a hearing last Monday yeah. where we had some of the best witnesses I've ever seen in the congressional hearing. We had Madeline Brame who talked about what happened to her son and how Alvin Bragg gave a sweetheart deal to two of the people who, who killed her son. Right. We had the father of, whose, whose son was attacked simply because they're, they're a Jewish family. It was, I mean, we had the city council member, 71 years, this guy has lived in New York City, Democrat city council member who said this is the worst he's ever seen it. And somehow she wants to get on Republic. It makes no sense. I think the American people see through it. Well, I think the American people are smarter than that for sure. District 4 Republican, great state of Ohio, House uh, Judiciary Committee Chairman, it's Jim Jordan. Let me ask you about Alvin Bragg. Um, I had Giuliani on to talk about, because Giuliani was a Southern District uh, boss for a long time. He knows New York, you know, forward and backward. He said Alvin Bragg literally cannot make these charges and not say in the indictment what the charges are. 34 counts, felony counts, that all refer to some crime he didn't name. And then when he was asked about it, he said, I don't have to by law uh, tell you what the crime was. Jim, yeah. clearly he's trying to connect it to a federal elections commission yeah. issue. The FEC already said Trump did nothing wrong. The campaign did nothing wrong. He can't make that connection. So you wisely said, come and sit down with us. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Tell me what you're doing with federal money and what charges are you talking about? Because this is looking like it's interfering with the 2024 election. Are you going to have him in front of your committee or not? We're going to have Pomerantz. I mean, that that's so we, we actually subpoenaed Pomerantz and that's what he took us to court on. So, so step back and think about this. Alvin Bragg used federal dollars to indict a former president, current presidential candidate leading in the polls for no reason. And then when we said, we want to talk to a guy who worked in your office, but left a year ago, wrote a book about this subject, solely this subject, you take us to court. And guess what the judge said? Guess what the court said last week? They said, no, 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 Mr. Pomerantz has to come and right. sit for a deposition. And that's going to happen on May 12th here in D.C. We'll be deposing Mark Pomerantz, who used to work for Alvin Bragg. So that, that tells you just how crazy this whole thing is, that they, were, that they actually tried to quash the subpoena. Um, but it's not going to happen. We're gonna, the, 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 the court's decision, if you, if you want to read something, read it. It was so strong in our favor about the legislative purpose we have. We've introduced bills to help address this situation. Um, and, of course, as I said, Mr. Pomerantz is going to be sitting for a deposition on the 12th of May. Jim, have you ever seen people, uh, Letitia James did the same thing, people running for elected office, running by saying, I'm going to get this one American. Yeah, never seen I'm going to get Donald Trump. But they, both she and Alvin Bragg said it. They both somehow won election. Can you target a, a civilian like that? It's like they were nope. trying to make the case. Trump that, says he's turned over 11 million documents and they found nothing and he's making some federal weird connection. What do you think about, about target? I'm, I'm going to run for election and, and I'm going to get that Jim Jordan. Really? Yeah, no, it's wrong. It's, it's totally wrong. It's not supposed to happen in this country. Ethically, they're not supposed to do that. Uh, there's all kinds of rules that, that apply here, but they did it. They got elected and they're coming after him. What scares me is I, I'm afraid they're going to do the same thing in Georgia. They're going to indict former President Trump. Right. I think there's a chance that there's that the special counsel at the federal level, DOJ, that there's an indictment. Against, and if that, if that happens at the federal level and they indict President Trump on the classified documents issue and don't go don't indict Joe Biden, who had documents in Chinatown and Penn Biden Center at his right. Delaware home and at the beach home, had them all over the world. Uh, I just I mean, that is not good. I hope they don't do that. I, I hope that doesn't happen. But I'm actually concerned it might. 
If Donald Trump said, I'm not running tomorrow, Jim, do you think all this goes away? Yeah. I mean, remember, Alvin Bragg wasn't going to do it. The, the, the DOJ didn't take the case. The Federal Elections Commission wouldn't take the case. The previous uh, uh, DA there in Manhattan, Cy Vance, wouldn't do the case, wouldn't bring the case forward. Alvin Bragg himself said he wouldn't bring the case forward. And then Mr. Pomerantz resigns, writes a book, starts stirring it all up. And more importantly, President Trump announces he's running for president. And maybe most importantly, he's winning in every single poll. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Alvin Bragg says, Shazam, I better, I better do this, even though our star witness is going to be Michael Cohen, for goodness sake. Uh, and he does it. But we're determined to uh, do our due diligence, do yeah. our duty, which is proper con- congressional oversight. Can you defund that office at all? Is there any money, monetary connection with that office? Well, he already Manhattan? said he, he already said he used money, federal funds in the actual indictment of President Trump. He conveyed that to us. And, and we've had multiple letters go back and forth here. So he did. Now, it's not a, it's not a whole lot of money. So we could look at those things. That's one of the legislative remedies we're going to look at. How are federal funds spent? One of the other remedies is uh, potentially is if you're going to go after a, a local DA is going to go after a former president, for yes. goodness sake, and a presidential candidate, that should happen in federal court. So one of the bills that's been introduced by one of our colleagues on the committee is to anytime that kind of situation happens, that case is automatically removed to federal court. Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, it's uh, Jim Jordan for the great state of Ohio. Um, I've got to ask you about Hunter Biden's laptop and this situation. We're getting closer to something happening. We know how dirty the, the family is by Hunter Biden's own uh, accord. He, he and his emails and his text messages, his videos, his audio, uh, all of this from his own laptop that we now know is his laptop, it basically commits uh, or admits to all the crimes committed. Having said that, for some reason, we can't seem to get the FBI to, to, to work with you guys in the House or even in the Senate, weren't able to work with anybody when we knew about this since 2019. Um, is something going to happen here with this laptop? We know about the money that exchanged hands. We know that yeah. he was pushing his dad's, his, his dad's position and foreign governments. This is really stinky. I mean, it's something, yeah. what's going to happen? No, well, I, I'm convinced uh, Chairman Comer is going to do his work and get to the bottom of all this. Uh, but understand what we now know. We now know that there are like 170 suspicious activity reports. And as the name would suggest, there's suspicious banking activity that our right. Treasury Department has put together. Thousands of pages involved in these suspicious activity reports. Uh, getting money from all kinds of foreign countries and foreign entities in multiple LLCs. And we now know it's up to 12 Biden family members who got the cash. And so all that kind of looks strange, particularly when you ask the fundamental question, what service did they provide to warrant receivement of the money? What did they do? What value did they add? What expertise did they bring to bear? I mean, no one can answer those fundamental questions. And yet you have this multiple LLCs receiving money from all over the world going into the 12 Biden family. It's like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't think anyone else does. So um, that's what that's what Mr. Comer's looking into, and we'll we'll see what the uh, investigation finds. Do we have proof? And it's uh, Jim Jordan, House Judiciary Committee Chair. Do, do we have proof that Blinken, the Secretary of State, was actually the guy who started, who initiated the fifty-one either former or current Intel people to say that the Hunter Biden laptop story looked like it was Russian uh, disinformation? Do we know here's it how, was Blinken? Here, here's how it happened. Mike Morrell, who we deposed two weeks ago, said he. He got he was prompted when Tony Blinken called him on October 17th. Back up a second. October 14th, when the New York Post does the Hunter Biden laptop story. October 17th, Blinken calls uh, and and touches base with Mike Morrell, talks about Russia and could Russia be involved in this. That prompts Mike Morrell to get started. Two days, the next two days, he puts together the letter. The Biden campaign tells him who then to give the letter to in the in the press. And he got instructions from the Biden campaign who to give it to. And 
when uh, he said, Ms. Morrell said, I did it because I wanted Biden to win. I knew Trump would bring it up during the debate. And I wanted Biden to have something to push back with uh, in the debate. That all happened on October 22nd. Joe Biden brings up the letter. 51 former intel officials said that there's Russian information operation, brings it up as if it's organic, as if his campaign had nothing to do with it. Right. When the debate's over, here's the kicker. Steve Reschetti calls up Joe Biden, and, or excuse me, calls up uh, uh, Mike Morell and says, thank you. And Steve Reschetti is the campaign chairman of the Biden campaign. Wow. He calls him up. and So it political at the start, political at the end, political operation through and through. We have a guy that you know was just convicted because he wrote memes on Twitter saying text uh, your vote for Hillary Clinton. Don't actually have to go and vote. It was uh, obviously a spoof, satire, comedy, whatever. This guy faces possibility of 10 years in prison. Yet we now know that high levels of campaign people in the Biden campaign in 2020 did something they knew would alter the outcome of an election. We have studies that show 10 to 20 percent of the people that voted for Biden might not have had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop and that it was real. So what, yep. what do they face? Anything? No, it's their First Amendment right to do it. It just, it, it, here's, the, here's the thing, that it has weight. It has, you know, extra weight when it's the former director of the CIA, the former yes. acting director of the CIA, the former head of ODNI, and they put their name on something. Remember on that letter, on that statement, it was their name and their former title, right. expert on Asia, expert all all the. So it had this weight, and Biden was able to use it just like they wanted him to, because they wanted. Mike Morrell said this under oath. He said, "I wanted Biden to win. That's wow. why they did it." Now, to Morrell's, he he actually thought it was Russian Russian information. That's what he t- that's what he testified to. But it was all prompted because Tony Blinken contacted him on the 7th. Right, right. Well, even if he was uh, if he was ignorant to what it really was, the 51 weren't. They knew that this wasn't Russian disinformation. So is there any hell for them to pay? Should they sit in front of your committee? Well, we got we got more we're deposing. We okay. have more who are going to sit for a, for a transcribed interview here in the next couple of weeks. District 4 Republican, great state of Ohio, the House Judiciary Committee chairman. It is uh, Jim Jordan. I appreciate the time. Um, I've, had, I've had Steve Friend on. I've had Kyle Serafin on. I've got these uh, FBI whistleblowers who saw something wrong going on. The militarization, the weaponization of the DOJ. They see you know somebody praying at an abortion clinic, uh, being uh, um, uh, completely surrounded at his house, scaring the hell out of his seven kids, while we're ignoring... Um, um, you know, the, yeah. the, the activities of, of possible pedophiles at, at schools. I, I'm confused. Steve Friend specifically was out there to stop bad guys from getting our kids, and he was told, no, 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 focus on these right-wing, you know, terrorists. Yep. Jim, what's going to happen with these? Are, are they, I know that you're talking to them. You've been talking yeah. to them for a long time. What do we know, and can we de-weaponize what it seems to be very, very deeply weaponized? Yeah, step one is to make sure we get the facts out there, which we're doing. We've talked to all of those individuals you just mentioned. Uh, many of them have set for, actually all of them have set for a transcribed interview where we went through and asked them under oath and the questions, and it's, it's in the transcript. Uh, we are looking to bring them in for a hearing uh, where the whole, the whole country can see, and they'll take questions from Republicans and Democrats. Yesterday, we had a transcribed interview with the lady at the FBI who signs off on, on this stuff. It takes away their clearance, and, and we think in many ways the FBI retaliated against these, these individuals. Right. Um, we're going to talk to that individual some more uh, in, in, in the next week, in, excuse me, in two weeks, about these, these folks that, that you mentioned who, um, uh, who've, who've taken whistleblower status and I think given us some very valuable information. This whistleblower from the IRS, disconnected obviously, but would they also fall into your purview? Somebody saying that we get it from the DOJ for the top levels, maybe even Merrick Garland, to, to not look into Hunter Biden's or to slow walk the Hunter Biden investigation. Is that your committee too? 
Yeah, it'll be our committee, it'll be oversight committee. There's a number of committees. And of course, it'll be the Ways and Means Committee because it's the Internal Revenue Service. But we're all going to work on that uh, dealing with this, this whistleblower and his attorney who came forward and, and gave us this information. One last quick question for Jim Jordan. I really appreciate the time today, Jim. When Obama was president, he said, I've got a pen and I've got a cell phone. When he was asked about doing something about immigration, I can't go around Congress. I can't circumvent these guys. And then he said, but I do have a pen and a cell phone. Talking about weaponizing, you know, uh, these executive edicts that he put in place and the 40 yeah. some odd that Biden signed day one, they're basically telling Congress, you have no oversight over us. We'll do anything we want as far as enforcement or lack thereof on the border. We'll do anything we want with the DOJ. And so far for two years, he's done exactly that. The, the border is screwed. I'm in Texas. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. And you it's know how really bad it is. You, you've been there. Can it's, you it's, stop the pen and cell phone game that these radical leftist tough. presidents it's, are doing? It's tough. Now, what we, we can do our job, which we did last Wednesday, we passed out of uh, uh, the Judiciary Committee, the toughest immigration enforcement legislation I think ever passed out of the committee. Right. We passed it last Wednesday. Uh, that will be on the floor in two weeks. It, and it'll be on the floor about the same time that the Title 42 goes away. And as you know, Joe, and there in Texas, what's happening on our border, we're starting, the caravan is coming. Right. We're already starting to see it and feel it because they know when that goes away on March 11th, they, they, it's even easier than it already is right now to get it. It will be even easier to get in the country, even though it's it's easy now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to pass that legislation, send it to the Senate. And we'll see what happens under under Chuck Schumer over there. Chairman, House Judiciary Committee, it's uh, Ohio District 4 Republican, the great state of uh, Ohio, as I said, Jim Jordan. Jim, thanks a million for coming on and keep up you the bet. great work. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Joe. All right, buddy. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Really a pleasure to have Jim Jordan on. We covered it all from KJP to Tucker Carlson to the FBI whistleblowers to whether Alvin Bragg will be sitting in front of him. Those 51 who lied on that deal or, or were misled on that, that letter about Hunter Biden's laptop. I hope that they're going to be in front of him as well. Another big hour coming your way for those who are listening in order. Dr. Peter McCullough coming up. The Joe Pag Show coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.